0: Today's scripture reading is from the book of James, the first chapter 19 through the 21st verse. The reading is also in your bulletin. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore. Get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. We are continuing our deep dive, our sermon series from the New Testament book of James. It's believed this, this, this book, this epistle, this letter is the oldest of the New Testament Writings, uh, A letter written to a, a fledgling, a, a, a nascent, a, a startup religious group that found its roots um, in Judaism and through the life, death, and resurrection of our Savior um, started something that was called of the way because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. And so it's like, well, we're of the way. So this is a letter written to a fledgling church by one of the pillars of the church, the, the leaders of the the church. Last time we looked at the 12th to the 18th verses where James gave an assessment of the trial and of, of trial and temptation. And as I shared then, then, as now, there seems to be uh, confusion. We can become easily confused as um, we start to confuse what a trial is and temptation is, and we start to conflate it, and we start to attribute that, that maybe God is tempting me. God is, God is tempting me, um, which is not the case, and James went out of his way to make that case Uh, He says, don't let anyone under pressure to give in to evil say, God is trying to trip me up. God is impervious to evil and puts evil in no one's way. You can't get much more clear than that. The temptation to give in to evil comes from us and only us. We have no one to blame but the leering, seducing flare-up of our own lust." So you'll recall my, my my ham-handed, but I thought it was a pretty artful uh, uh, re- uh, the the twofold reasoning that, that James put forward. So first, God is incapable of being tempted; His very essence prevents Him from being tempted. And I said to think of that, and uh, to 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 create uh, uh, an analogy, think of a a goldfish trying to bribe trying to you trying to bribe a goldfish to rob a bank. Uh, that just, it just seems that, there's, that that's a non sequitur. That, that, that makes no sense. Well, it makes equally no sense to attribute temptation to anything God would do. He's not tempting us. He is never, he's incapable. His essence precludes him from tempting us. And as James points out, second, because he is incapable of being tempted, he doesn't tempt anyone. I can't be tempted— and since I can't be tempted, it's not in, my, in my, my God DNA, I'm not going to tempt you. I don't even know what temptation is in the way that we know temptation. So I'm not, I'm not that's, 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 it's not possible. So we have no one to blame but us. So with this explanation, he now turns our attention to listening, speaking, and reacting. And we move on to the 19th verse. Where he says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. We've all heard the same, and it, 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 it's 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 true. God gave us two ears, one mouth, and we ought to respond in direct proportion to our creation. That we ought to at least listen twice as hard as we speak, that, that, that we have two ears. Now, I know, I know. It just, it's like, well, we have two ears for a lot of other reasons, but you would think that hearing is really important. He gave us two of these things, and we ought to really go out of our way to make sure that we are listening before we do anything else. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. That's not bad advice. That alone, that's just not, that's, that's not only not bad advice, that's excellent advice. But, okay, if you're like me, there's got to be a why. Why should we be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Again, for those of you who don't know, and maybe it's not, it's not physically obvious, that I've been pretty regular going to the gym. Twice a week, every week. I just, just you know... Uh, there's a. I'm not going to the gym. Some people go to the gym because that's the place to go. It's like Starbucks, you know. It's it's like you go to the gym, you go to a machine, and you 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 pretend to perspire, and you have a little towel, you look cute, you have your your, your outfit, and uh, you you may just pump a little bit, and you know you know what I mean. You just you pump a little bit, and and then you just sit there and you hog up the machine for another 15, 20 minutes, and uh, and people that want that have a purpose, they're like, when are you going to move? from that machine. Well, their purpose isn't to, to really do anything. Well, they have a purpose, but it's not to exercise. Right, right, right. You know, or that's tangential to why they came there. Um, uh, but I have a purpose. There is nothing in that gym in and of itself that, that would compel me to want to go there. As a matter of fact, everything in that gym, if I were to look at it from Mark's perspective, would, would, would really prevent me from wanting to go. Because when I go there, I know that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perspire like a pig. I'm just going to sweat like all get out. I'm going to be sore. I'm going to feel nauseated. when I'm de- I know, I'm painting a wonderful picture. And this is how I feel when I go there, after I'm done. And then I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm sitting and, and somebody who will remain nameless will be sitting in the passenger seat just kind of giggling. Are you all right? <laughs> and I'm just a heap. I'm just, I'm just sitting in the passenger seat or in the driver's seat. It's just like, ah, oh, this is awful. And then I do it again. Oh, <laughs> he's like, you need to get off that off ramp or that freeway. Go find an off ramp. No, I have a purpose. There, there's, there's a reason why I'm doing this. I don't want to be the way I am now. I want to change. I I, I want to be different. So, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. See, if we just stop there, again, you guys are better than I am. You could do it for thirty-one seconds, but but for me, it's only thirty seconds and only thirty seconds. Then it's just like, okay, I'm I'm tired of of being quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry. I want to be angry. I want to be angry. It's like, you offended me. Uh, I want to go off. You know, you you came at me a certain way. I have every right in the world, in my mind, to go off and to let you know how I feel and how you offended me. But James says, wait a minute. Wait. Uh, Parenthetical, real big, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. That is the purpose of why you're doing these things. Honor your father and your mother. Why? Because of your father and your mother? No, 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 because they are an archetype. They are a type, they're a representation of God on earth. So, so I want you to get in the, ma- in the mind of honoring your father and your mother, they're your earthly father and mother, but I'm your heavenly father. I'm trying to give you something to look through, to, to, to behave like. And oh, by the way, so the days on this earth will go well for you. So there's benefits associated. There, there, there ought to be purpose to our behavior. See, otherwise we become just, just, just good humanists, you know, don't kick the dog. Why? You shouldn't kick the dog. You, you just shouldn't. But, but, but when we look at things in through, even ecologically or, or, or through the, the creatures, that God gave us dominion over them, that we are the tenders of his creation, then we start to behave in a different way. See, you don't. You don't. You don't uh, just just throw out and say, "Oh, just tree huggers." No, no. I am the tender. God has given me the responsibility to be uh, an overseer of His creation, if you will. There's a purpose to why I do what I do. Uh, everyone, everyone, not just the collective us, but everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak. Slow to anger. Again, why? Because our anger does not please God. One of my prayers, again, it's my overarching prayer, it seems to be these days, is that, you know, and again, sometimes, again, you guys are much better than I am, sometimes I'll kneel before him, either physically or spiritually, or spiritually, or both. And it's like God, I got nothing. You know, it's just like you know, this is not a good use of your time or mine right now. You know, just you know, I got I got nothing. Uh, but when I do those 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 moments of clarity where I really seem to commune with our Father, it's God. I want to please you in everything that I say and do. I want to please you in everything I say and do. And think, what does that mean? It means everything. It means stripping yourself bare of any pretense or any opportunity for me to step in and to use God to further my end. God, you know, give me this, fix this, do that, uh, heal this. Do it. it's like no, Father. I want to please you in everything I say and do. And I think about the, the, the Hebrew men, we call them the boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and where they did the calculation, and they thought about the consequence of their action, and they said, you know, we know that God is capable of, 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 of delivering us from this situation, but, but, but see, if, if, if it were me, probably, back in the day, I might have just crossed my fingers, put it behind my back, and said, well, God will understand, you know, you know, okay, I'll go ahead and bow. God will understand. And, I, you know, I'm really not bowing, even though I am bowing. And they said, no, 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 no. They just, let's just be clear. This is who we are. This is who, this is who God is. And regardless of the consequence of our action, we want to please him. And if it costs us our life, it costs us our life. So my prayer is, everything that I say, everything that I do, I want to please you. Let me go on. As the message version reads here, uh, the 19th and 20th verse, post this at all the intersections, dear friends. Lead with your ears, follow with your tongue, and let anger straggle along in the rear. God's righteousness doesn't grow from human anger. God's righteousness doesn't grow from human anger. Again, you don't. I don't have to ask you because you look like me and I'm sure you, you've had a similar experience as I am. It doesn't take much for us to go from zero to 60 in terms of anger. Amen. It's just like just, just given the right, oh, I would never do this. I said you know, people that might would want to say that you just haven't been given the right set of circumstances. The right set of circumstances, you're liable to do anything. Right. Right. See, again, I, I, I only half joke not even half joke. See, I don't own a handgun, but if I did own a handgun, it sure wouldn't be in the car with me because I would have used it. Not maybe have you, I would have used it. I would have shot, at least shot out a tire or two along the way. Oh no, you didn't cut me off. You didn't cut me off. Oh no. Oh no. What's, what's, that's, that's, that's the sin. That's not, that's, that's not God tempting me. That, see, 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 that's a test that reveals the me-me. The me-me. Right, right, right. the, the it's just like, oh, no, oh, oh no, you, you cut me off? You did that? Oh, oh, I, I'll, I'll wave at you, so to speak, and I'll shoot you. <laughs> that's what's in me. See, what James is saying, and it's a big if, if we are God's children— if we are God's children, then our objective ought to be imitate daddy. If we are God's children, our objective ought to be to imitate daddy, who's our father. So the Bible is filled. You don't need, you don't need me to... I'll, I'll share it anyway. The Bible is filled with recurring theme of God, which is in direct contrast to our normal disposition. And in Numbers 14 and 18, it says, The Lord is slow to anger abounding in love, and forgiving sin and rebellion. That's, see, 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 for those of you who think that God is, again, playing whack-a-mole with our lives, it's just like, no, just the opposite. The Lord is slow to anger. He's abounding in love, forgiving sin, and rebellion. See, James is not talking about uh, well, we like to say, well, you know, Bible says be angry, but sin not. And, you know, we, we have righteous indignation. And no, no, we're, ju- we're just talking about that ill temper that we have as humans when situations come into our lives that we react from a human perspective that we feel that somehow I've been offended and I'm going to flare up and I'm going to respond. See, we are quick to flare up, but we are turtle slow when it comes to listening. We, we, we don't listen. We're, we're short on forgiveness. Lord, you, I know, you don't pray for boils. Well, I have. Lord, you know, it's like that person that's dating my daughter. Uh, is it okay if I pray they kill that person? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. You look at me in a different way. It's like, Lord, you know, what, can't you take that person out? Just just take that person out. That's my that's my daughter. I'm not talking about Jamal, just so (laughs) he's I'm not talking about Jamal. See, but the the, the metamorphosis that, that, that 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 came into my life is that wait a minute. That's God's son. That's a child of God. What are you you praying for that person's destruction? You ought to be praying for that person's edification and that person's salvation. Well, can't you find someone else for that person? No, no, no. See, see, that you are brought into this situation so you could be bringing, so potentially bring salvation into that person, to that person, into that household. think about it. They just, just, you just think about it. The times when you were angry, the times you were angry, just think, and it, it might have been this morning, uh, just think about the times you're angry, and chances are your anger uh, your anger and rational thought weren't coexisting. When you were angry, when you were angry, you weren't thinking uh, you didn't have Jesus on your mind, Right? You, 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 when, you, when you were angry, were you like, Lord, I am, I am angry at the injustice that's brought on humanity because of this? Well, I get that. But is that was the last time you were angry? Or were you ever angry about that? Were you ever angry about injustice? Or were you angry because, again, the person in line in front of you had 11 items and clearly displayed it says 10 items or less? And you're angry. What's wrong? When people get angry, they do not do the things God wants them to do. That's the bottom line. When you are angry, you do not do the things that God wants you to do. You you don't. And again, if God is our Father, our objective ought to be to imitate Daddy. So James concludes his thought in the 21st verse. So throw away... So throw all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple humility, let our gardener, God, landscape, landscape you with the word, making a salvation garden of your life. We'll see later in the third chapter where James, again, picks up the danger of speech. So what's going on that James includes this admonishment? It could be that the believers that James wrote to were at war with each other over positions in the church. Folks wanting to be teachers and leaders and elders, and, and they want to be in leadership positions. And so when they studied the word, the, word, the result wasn't edification. The result was, uh, no, there's strife and argument, and I want to I wanna make sure that you understand my idea because I think my idea is better than your idea. As one theologian said, selfish ambition ruled their meetings, not spiritual submission. It could be that James anticipated our normal inclinations. As we shared uh, previously, James' letter can be seen as as a New Testament version of Proverbs, so to speak. And in the 20th verse of the 29th chapter of the book of Proverbs, we'll read, Observe the people who always talk before they think. Even simpletons are better off than they are. Observe the people who always talk before they think. Even simpletons are better off than they are. So what are we, so, 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 so what's the takeaway? What's, what's, what's the bottom line with uh, this part of James' letter? Well, let me ask you a question before I answer your question that you didn't ask, but I'm asking for you. How relatable are you? I'm not taking a test. You you grade your own self. A, B, C, D, F. How relatable are you? If someone were to evaluate you and say, you know, Mark is very relatable, or you know what? Porcupines are easier to get next to than him. How relatable are are you? Are you... Quick to speak? Are you quick to get angry? Do you want to have your way? You just, you just, I got to be right. And I got to let you know that I'm right. Is, 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 is that you? Are you long-suffering, forgiving, tolerant, loving? Well, you know, you know, we got to, you you can't, look, look, look. The absence of love is indifference. Love doesn't allow the person we love to just run off into the street. Well, you know, I'm just going to let so-and-so run off into the street because I love him. No, that's not love. That's indifference. Because I love someone, I will let them know, you know, honey, you shouldn't play in the street. Why? Because cars are running really fast, and there's a good chance you might get struck and killed. So it's important that I communicate to you in a way that you know, that I know. See, some of the people, there was not a time, well, maybe when I was a kid I thought that, but believe me, I got, my, I got more than my share of spankings growing up, more than my share. But there was not a time when I didn't believe my parents loved me, I knew they loved me. I didn't like what they were doing and sometimes I couldn't quite see the connection between what I did and what I was receiving in terms of punishment. But I knew they loved me. See, that's the behavior. That's how daddy acts. And if we are daddy's children, then we ought to imitate daddy. Uh, um, I'm closing. See, we were taught by our, uh, our parents, you know, or in our guardians, whoever loved us, when we were attempting to cross, you know, a road, uh, a set of tracks, uh, you know, whatever, you know, they'd always have the sign, you know, stop, look, listen. The key ingredient to a, a teachable spirit, and this is how we can know one another, the key ingredient to a, a teachable spirit is our ability to listen. Do, do, do we listen? See, listening isn't, again, listening isn't just you not talking. Well, I didn't talk while you were speaking. No, but were you listening? Did you hear what I was saying? For those of us with kids, we know that half the time that when we speak, they're not listening to us. They may not be speaking, but they're not listening to us. So to be teachable is to be a Listener. The person who listens is the person who's humble before God. And the goal of humility is the righteousness of God. That's our objective. Again, I'm done. There's a song that goes, oh, to be like Jesus. To be like Jesus, to be like Jesus. Oh, how I long to be like him. So meek and lowly, so high and holy, how I long to be like him pretty simple little song pretty simple pretty simple little song it's my last question for the day is that what you really desire to be meek lowly holy is 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 that what you desire i mean it's like you know rubber hits the road or or do we have a long list of things see the the gospel, I mean the real gospel, is absolutely antithetical to the world's way of thinking. The way up is the way down. To, to, to be exalted, you have to be a base. To, to be rich, you have to become poor. This is crazy stuff. This is this is crazy stuff. See, to, to be rich is you need a college education, you need to work hard. I was listening to someone is, you know, she's already got six figures in her banking account. She's thirty years of age. Uh, and she her goal was to retire at thirty, you know. She said I wanted my goal was to work as hard as I had to for a short a period of time as I had to to accumulate as much as I could. It's thirty years of age. The sad thing about it is, I used to think like that. But now, way past 30, I can look back and I say, what a fool's game that is. What a waste. To work as hard as you can, to accumulate as much as you can, so you can no longer work as quickly as possible. Meek, lowly, holy, quick to listen, slow to get angry, slow to speak. I've got a long way to go. I don't know about you. I've got a long way to go. Let's pray.